0: With my father's deliverance imminent, and my enemies cowed at the awesome might of my greatest servant, it seems my victory has never been closer at hand. Surely they must know how feeble they are in the light of my power. How can one sustain hope in the face of such despair? Cry to your gods. Perhaps they will hear me squeeze the life from each of you in turn.
1: (laughs) Hey everybody, it's time to roll for intent. I'm your GM Trevor, and this is the very special... Fiftieth episode.
2: Fifty? Not as special as the fifty-second episode.
3: I'm pretty sure my contract says fifty guys, so I'm fucking out of here. No no. Oh, Oh, the show's
2: about to get a lot better, guys. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Episode 50, you're going on strike? 50, shit! Are we we
4: unionizing? We are. (laughs) Fuck (laughs) you, Trevor. (laughs) Whatever, man. Local players, union one.
5: I would like to imagine that this is like the stock market where it's just kind of correcting itself.
6: Well, after the last <laughs> right. episode, I wouldn't be surprised if you formed a union.
5: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey there, listeners. This is your GM, Trevor. If you've listened to Roll for Intent for a while, you realize that I don't do this very often. So please take me seriously when I tell you that this episode may be too much for listeners with specific past traumas or those that don't do well with more extreme content in general. I've added some trigger warnings to the show notes this week, but be warned, there may be spoilers. Now, let's get back to the show.
4: I don't know if there could have been a more narrative, uh, a bigger neon sign that said, don't fuck with me beyond the dude that had just like ripped through a crowd of guards. Most of the town stolen one item and then left. And we're like, you know what? I bet we could take yeah,
7: it. But you're forgetting about the part we said, but do you could probably still
4: catch him if you ran. I know. I know. And that, that was just Trevor being like, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead in there and try to, f- you know, you want to chase it. I know you do. <laughs> oh, man. Like
1: what that? you a died flame. Sort of
7: shot you with a cocaine dart. You're back. That on. went
1: off the rails real quick, didn't it? <laughs> because it totally was a railroad. I just wanted to introduce that thing. I didn't have anything else planned for the evening. You already introduced
2: just... the swamp
8: giants. Not necessary.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's the river Drake. There's the swamp giants. There's that thing.
4: Whatever the hell you like that thing is. We're quickly growing like a laundry list of things that we're just like, okay, I'll
0: ignore that. We'll
2: come back to it. Also (laughs) like, have we, have we killed the bacon monster thing in the the basement? No, that's still down there. That's (laughs) still fucking down there. Not to
0: mention
7: the faceless stalker, the fucking werewolves. There's absolutely nothing that can be done about it because if we go anywhere but the fucking gauntlet, everybody in Otari dies. Yeah. We went to go check on the (laughs) cobalts. We came back in the fucking resident,
4: uh, half devil person has lost half of their arm. Oh,
7: yep. We were there for six hours. We went there. We talked to Hattie. We went into the hole. We left. We
5: came back to Otari. And what do you know? The whole place is on fire. But on the plus side, we went there. We went there and boss Scrog died. So I, I think that's silver linings really. God. Yeah.
1: I mentioned it in our Discord, but I broke my leg unexpectedly like two weeks ago.
4: Oh, and what Herculean feat?
1: (laughs) Unexpectedly? (laughs) Has Has anybody (laughs) ever broken their leg unexpectedly? Shut up, Raven. (laughs) No, so unexpectedly because I was injured and I went to the doctor like, it's just a sprain. If it doesn't start feeling better, go get an MRI. I went and talked to an ortho. He's like, oh, you probably tore a meniscus. I'm like, okay, well, I'll go get the MRI. He's like, guess what? You broke it. And it's not like a tiny like little stress fracture or something. I like sheared off the top of my tibia. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's completely broken through. It's non-displaced because I have really muscular legs uh, from
4: carrying my fat ass around, which is how I broke my leg. Are you sure it wasn't from all of the years of doing, I don't know, almost state champion level deadlifts and squats? Uh, yeah, but maybe maybe yes, but that didn't cause the break. What caused the break is four weeks ago. I'm like,
1: ow! be less fat And my legs are like no you don't <laughs> when I tried to run on them so um yeah I'm I'm laid up for the next six weeks with crutches and it's not a good time not a fan
4: all you did was run Katie did nothing and broke literally her literally all I did was run two of my siblings have just like fractured their legs doing god only knows what Katie fractured her femur and they were like were you in a car crash and she was like I literally don't know what happened it just hurts a lot and then you were like, "I'm going to go do couch to 5K in two weeks," and it was just like, "Snap, right leg broken."
1: Yep, yep, yep. So you guess. know what? He who walked through glass houses need not cast stones. Jake, uh, I walked through a glass
4: door, and I broke my hand doing it. But that's not. That's not. And I also had to get 40 stitches. But that's besides the point. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it's a fun story. Hey there, podcast listeners. It's your GM Trevor here. It's been a bit since I did one of these, but I figured with 2023 coming to a close, it's probably time. Whether you've been here since day one, you binged our whole collection in a week, or if this is your first time you've downloaded an episode, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Now, it's been a while since I've asked you all for anything, but it being Christmas and all, we do have one thing you could do for us that would mean the world. Take two minutes and jump into your podcast app of choice and leave us a review. Stars are fine, words are amazing. That is the number one way for us to reach more people. If only 5% of you dropped a review on iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever, we would reach so many more people. If you haven't done so yet, drop on by the Discord, wolferintent.com slash Discord. Now let's get back to the show. So, gentlemen, I got a real cool idea for starting up episode 50. Uh Oh. Uh Oh. Rocks (gasps) fall, uh, we all die. That's it. You got it. (laughs) Oh,
5: cool. I can bring in my
1: backup. We're going to go back a few hundred years, something we haven't done in a while, and look way back in the past, out on the frontiers outside of Absalom. Petrichor wafted up from the moist, loamy soil of Phrasma's Acre. Far removed from the gates of Absalom, this land was meant to bury the indigent, the profane. Suspicious farmers and cattlemen were sure that its untapped bounty was being hoarded by the Primarch. The truth, however, was that crops grown from this patch of ground turned to ash in your mouth, and cattle grazing would go mad as the sum total of sorrow collected below the surface somehow poisoned everything it touched. The smell of moist earth gave way to a rush of ozone, as arcane energy crackled in the air. Fissures formed in the firmament above, and brimstone poured forth from a sudden, gaping maw in the sky. The rift disappeared as quickly as it had arrived, leaving strange runes scorched into the ground, and four figures silhouetted against the setting sun, with a long, twitching bundle at their feet. In unison, a pair of identical, horned creatures raised their spears. No threats, mistress.
0: Allow us to secure the area. There will be no need, Asinray. I trust your teleportation ritual was successful?
1: A shapely female figure, green cloak shimmering softly in the twilight, turned to look at a tall, beautiful elf, his pale purple skin framed by long flaxen hair blowing in the sea breeze. The elf didn't take his eyes off a small saucer, levitating in front of him at waist level.
8: Blood-scrying is very precise, provided you know what you are doing. And, Mistress, I am never wrong.
0: Remember your place, whelp. You serve at my pleasure. Your vanity is matched only by your intellect, which continues to save you from Lady Rushlight.
1: The smirk on the drow's face turned downward. You'll find what you're looking for just ahead. He began cutting open the writhing bundle at his feet. I will prepare the ritual. The woman beckoned for her infernal attendants.
0: You must inscribe the runes perfectly above the grave. Only after this ritual is successful will your contracts be fulfilled. Is that clear?
1: They grunted and nodded, again in unison, and began scratching profane symbols into the dirt with their spears, precisely working in concert with no spare movement. A practiced, artistic dance. This complete, they poured sparkling, black powder into each of the etched runnels. Lady Horovax, the rune hex is completed. We await further instruction. Azenray shuffled forward, struggling with another figure fresh from the now-open bundle. Older, with the bearing of nobility, the woman was bound and gagged. Her sharp features resembled the younger woman's, and her beauty shone through her grimy mask of time and hardship.
8: She is prepared, my lady, although less willing than I would have hoped.
1: The older woman frantically looked around the scene, terror in her eyes, impotently struggling against her bonds and trying to scream around the gag.
0: Quiet now... We have work to do here.
1: The green-cloaked figure ran her fingers through the older woman's hair.
0: This is unbecoming for a Horovex woman. We all must rise to what the empty death requires of us. Isn't that what you told me as we strode into the swamp all those years ago? Father would have wanted this. You did love father, did you not, mother?
1: The prisoner's panic transformed to resignation. Her body fell limp into the drow's arms, who began to struggle with her weight before toppling over, falling in a heap at the edge of the rune axe. The drow pulled himself away from the woman, who was now sobbing with her face buried in the rough scrub grass. He clumsily returned to his feet and stepped away from the edge of the rune axe. The younger woman crouched down and grabbed her mother's hair, pulling backwards to remove the soaked gag. The older woman, her voice trembling, pleaded with her captor.
0: You don't have to do this. You don't need him. You have me to protect you. Why do you want to do this? Mother, you can't even protect yourself. You're a widow with no power in your blood and no birthright to your name. You're useless to me. "'Except as fuel. Do not fear, though. Soon you will know nothing. You will be nothing, and nothingness will become you.'
1: Belcora turned to the two devils.
0: "'Restrain and prepare her.'
1: With methodical precision, the infernal attendants stepped forward, the grass where their hooves touched withering as they passed. They drew their spears and effortlessly sliced the prisoners' bonds." One stowed his spear and stretched her left hand forward to the edge of the rune hex, as the second impaled it into the ground. A shriek of pain and anguish leapt forth as blood began to flow into the black, shimmering powder, now awakened with a pallid blue light. The devils repeated the process with the left hand, screams subsiding back to a low sob, punctuated by occasional pleas for mercy each devil then took hold of a leg and raised her, at an angle, head hovering above the edge of the rune-hex. waved her hand with a flourish, and a flail appeared in her open palm with a puff of smoke. The dangling striking head was as large as her torso, but she hefted it with a casual grace.
0: Hold her still.
1: She effortlessly drew back the flail to strike and savagely drove the weapon down into the rear of her mother's
8: head with one
1: brutal, efficient blow. The force obliterated her skull. A shower of blood, bone, and brain soaked the black powder in the rune-hex. It was done. A sanguine river filled the rune-hex as fell magics suffused the assembled party in the ghastly glow of terrible necromantic energies. Belcora moved opposite her expiring mother
0: and began to chant, her voice deepening as
8: her eyes darkened and the wind began to rise.
1: Belcora raised her arms to the sky, releasing the flail. As it fell to the ground, it was suspended in midair and drawn to the center of the runax by a mighty gale. Thrusting up from the ground to claim it, a skeletal hand clawed the rest of its torso to the surface. The glowing, molten substance in the rune hex coalesced and flowed towards the center, encasing the skeleton and was slowly reformed into a moldering suit of armor. Tendrils of negative energy wreathed the bones, knitting together sinew, tendon, and flesh as the convulsing, decapitated body of the elder Horovex was drained the last measure of her life, withering away to a shriveled husk. A simulacrum of a knight, now raised in a cruel mockery of chivalry and honor, accursed symbols of the empty death spread across the plate, stood defiantly against the gods.
8: The chanting
1: ceased. The ground, cracked and scorched from the power of the ritual, crumbled under the full weight of this instrument of ceaseless entropy. Belcora's newly formed vassal turned to meet its creator's gaze.
0: My lady, what is your command? Rise, uncle. There is no need to stand upon ceremony. When there is so much work to do, how do you feel after such a perilous journey from Voidbracken? Hunger! Ah, how shall we sate this hunger? Revenge! Yes, my dear Galtry, revenge, and so shall the fools suffer...
8: And so shall the fool suffer.
1: It's a lovely, cheerful way to begin episode 50, isn't it, guys? You are in the fog, Fen, having just had a brush with this grave knight that you, as players, know was raised by Belcora herself hundreds of years ago. Well, if I would have known that you're there, and you're still catching your breath from that combat, and Vandy is there, helping you to, each of you to your feet uh, that had fallen, or trying to tend wounds. What exactly did you hope to accomplish? I said you may be able to catch him. Don't engage him. Gods, I thought you were smarter than that.
8: Oh, f- fuck off. You might still be able to catch him. Does
4: that mean we were just supposed to look?
8: Oh, cool. Yeah, I can just observe him from a distance with these binoculars, I don't know, and fuck off.
5: Hold on, let me check my inventory. Oh, yep, yep, there it is. There's a net. We could have oh, used it. Fantastic. <laughs> uh,
8: could have caught him like a fucking Pokemon. Kash-
2: Kashuk, Tovin, <laughs> this is not
1: productive. You do have a telescope, guys. Come on.
8: Oh, right, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Billion's got a telescope. Yeah, William could have bludgeoned
5: him to death with that.
2: Mrs. Banderdash, what, what did you know of this being before it came this way? Nothing.
1: I wasn't there when the when it broke out when I came to the crows casks I simply attempted to aid in the aid in, in putting out the fire and assisting with uh, Corvus's injury all I knew that something had come and it was dangerous and deadly but I did also know that you were dangerous as well
8: evidently not dangerous enough That's cool. Next time I meet a piranha, I'll put it up against Godzilla.
1: Well, as I said, I had no way of knowing exactly what it was. Corvus isn't a fighter, and we all know that the city guard isn't exactly the most well-trained troop of individuals, though spirited they may be. I did not know that this foe would be so far beyond you.
4: Is Godzilla like a kobold god? It was also far beyond me. Like up there with Apsur. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's very similar to a cobalt deity.
0: Uh, it's an ancient creature of my people. It's, it's referred to as a
8: kaiju, as a, a very large, uh, <laughs> usually subterranean slash subaquatic species of animal that would occasionally rise from the ocean or the ground.
4: We did do Fist of the Ruby Phoenix. They're a kaiju in that adventure.
7: (laughs) So they got chupacabras. They got Godzilla's. They got
1: kaiju's. All right. Oh man, with uh, with the uh, Dark Archives coming out, there's a bunch of paladins coming. No, he is a paladin. He's a champion, but he's a paladin caused champion. So he's they they got paladins. It's not a class. It's a sub. Uh,
7: Well, if they fucking co opted Mothman, I'm gonna sue for cultural appropriation.
1: Mothman is in the books. This is bullshit. I'm mad. Mothman is in. (laughs)
4: Yep. If I can't play as Mothman in my D&D slash Pathfinder games, I don't even want to play. No, Mothman is a romantic interest. You cannot be
7: Mothman.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Maybe he's just trying to warn you about the bridge.
5: Yeah, it might be. I don't care what he says, though. <laughs> <laughs> so at this time, Tobin's going to be staring up at the moon because it's night, right? Uh, yeah, it is night. So he's going to be looking up at the, the moon and, and uh, just quietly contemplating uh, the, the, <laughs> the event that just happened. And he's going to say, "Well, tonight, Belcora got the one thing that I wanted." And then he's going to just look at Solus, and there's going to be a tear that goes down his eye. He's going to say, "A family reunion." <laughs> <laughs> and
2: and Solus is too far away to hear him, so he's just is <laughs> wondering why Tovan
4: is looking at him and crying.
5: <laughs> it's more like, awkward. Ah. You see sorry, me through what? the trees. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you, sorry, that thing screamed in my face earlier and I'm having a really hard time hearing out of my left ear. What was that? Tova, I'm sorry. Was it something that I said? I I
5: apologize. And Tova just walks towards him like a mummy looking for a hug.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, and it's like it's like Voldemort hugging Draco Malfoy.
5: <laughs>
2: uh
4: so they they reach in for each other and it's it's very uncomfortable. This triggers a fight-or-flight response in Solas after the Bog Mummy experience.
5: We're we're two different very kinds of pale, but together we make one beautiful kind of pale. Let's try to get you back home,
1: gentlemen. That was a valiant effort, though. I believe you may need to grow in power before attempting something so brave again. And uh, she's going to judiciously pass out some healing bursts. Well, I'm going to hand-wave him that you guys are going to go ahead and
4: get full health by the end of this. God, hand wavium is my favorite element. Yeah, well,
2: <laughs> Thanks, what, what, Raymond, what were you down to? Six HP, I think. Twenty-eight of seventy-two. Oh.
3: Jesus. She bursted <laughs> right when we started, so I got a little bit back, but okay. she bursted all over
1: me. <laughs> she leads you back. Um, she like casts dancing lights, and back. You know, they're just yeah, back back to town.
5: I thought we were going to the gauntlet. Yeah, at night. Yeah, we're gonna follow this thing. That's what we that's, we could catch exactly. It. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, go. it went north.
8: Let's go to the Gauntlet. I'm about to fuck up me some uh, some asshole Drake. Okay, so you're
1: gonna go without resting and getting your spells back for the day.
2: He's just being a dipshit. So no.
4: <laughs> no, damn. we're going back to Atari. Yeah, I did whatever. Oh, uh, right. uh, I guess Solus doesn't have a place to live anymore. Yeah.
8: <laughs> Whoa, oh yeah, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> just you should come to the Warrens
3: You can stay with me but I can't <laughs> promise You're not gonna hear a
2: thing or two <laughs> a, thing, a thing or two of what? You know kids you know. If
5: only I knew Oh man Wait is that what it takes? A thing or two?
8: If that shed's a rockin' don't come a-knockin' You can hear it if you walk past
2: <laughs> Cash I can hear it every night He lives right below right? I, I, appreci- I appreciate it very much but uh, Joseph would would there happen to be an, an an extra room?
4: I'm sorry, we don't serve your kind. I... Nope, I'm just gonna oh. be, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. That's a joke.
1: Oh. There are three rooms there. Two are occupied. One by Asmardrin, one by Yosef, and I guess one by you pretty soon. I'm, I'm sure the, the mayor would comp your stay there like he's been comping your stay at the uh,
2: crow's cask. You filthy
4: freeloader! Yes, you Yes, you have, you have a place to stay.
2: I did lose money of my things, but that's, that's okay.
8: I could have been sleeping in a bed this whole time. <laughs> Cash act just like, what the fuck? There's beds? I didn't even think about that. They look so soft. I sleep in a cubby.
4: <laughs> you sleep in a cubby? A stone cubby. A
8: stone cubby. <laughs> and I've got more textiles than everybody else that I know. He has a heat lamp. It's okay. It's like a drogger. Yeah, I
4: mean, every night, uh, when all of the cobalts go to bed, the uh, the society hands out uh, hot rocks for everybody to go to sleep with. Nice.
1: So you guys make it make your way back. I imagine you are going to go to the rowdy rock fish, and Brelda is there, and oh, she
4: sees you guys kind of beat up in the whale. Oh, well,
1: we usually don't see the entire group of you in the evening. It's usually a morning occasion, isn't it?
4: Yes. Well, um, I'm as I'm sure you're aware, um, Solus is here. His his. Um, temporary residence, uh, along with uh, uh, you know, a bar burned down earlier today uh, Crow's cask as a um, Oh, I'm sure they'll get it right as Reina's soon.
1: I, I see it didn't actually damage the structure, just just a Master Corvus' room. I hope
2: he's okay
4: Well, regardless uh, uh, Solus will be staying here at least for the night maybe for the foreseeable future depending on how bad the damage was to Crow's cask. It's been a very long day um, most of us have just gotten the absolute shit kicked out of us by a thing in armor. It seemed to not care at all about any of the attacks we did, so, uh, we ran away, uh, to try again later. Well,
1: as long as you're safe now, that's the important part. Mr. Knight, I, I can't ever remember your name,
2: is it, uh, Solus? Uh, is... Solus Point attention. Solus, yes. It's okay.
1: Are you in need of a room?
2: I would be, yes. Yes and also for the morrow is there a library in town i i've lost my i don't care much for, for most of my possessions but i would like to get my books back if i could at all well
1: of course there's the
2: Dawnflower library it's the largest building in yes. town uh, yes yes i'm an idiot god damn it i'm an idiot Fuck no. <laughs> i yes thank you i, I appreciate it though on the morrow i will be visiting the library to replace some of my dear possessions I would
1: recommend after it calms down a bit, you head back to the crow's cask. I don't believe the fire got that far. You may be able to save some of your possessions. I hope
2: so. Thank
4: you.
1: Well, I'm going to be closing up pretty soon. Is there any other orders you'd like?
4: I think I'm going to be turning in for the night. I'm very, very tired. Me too. I need to sleep. Yeah.
1: Well, my friends, sleep well, and I hope the morning brings you a happier tidings than this evening. And she goes in the kitchen, and you can hear her kind of just washing up, cleaning up stuff.
3: Bill's gonna go home and go straight to bed. He's not even gonna try to have sex with Yvette. He's so tired. Probably <laughs> he doesn't know what it is. He's
5: not gonna try. It's gonna happen. But he's not even gonna try.
2: Bill! Bill, why are you holding out on me?
3: <laughs> I'm just tired. Does Yvette miss is something Peggy? I, did? <laughs> I know, right?
5: <laughs> she missed her, Bill? <laughs> i all day! Oh no! <laughs> So, uh, Cash Hack, would you, uh, would you like to go Dutch on a room? There's no more rooms I there. Mean, would you like to make a room with me? <laughs> wait, wait. Is there room in the Warrens?
8: Yeah, absolutely. We've got a couple of cubbies open. They're a little bit oh. small. You're probably going to have to go in, like, a fetal position, but, uh...
5: That's how, that's how I sleep anyways. It shouldn't be an issue.
8: Yeah, absolutely. Now, if you would, just, just raise your, uh, your left arm. <laughs> and then put your right one down. No, higher with the left one. Higher?
5: I can't. I'm in a basement. Oh, sorry. <laughs> right, well, it
8: looks like you've got the the sufficient, uh, you know, shoulder-stretching <laughs> bandwidth to do that. So, um, yeah, let's go to the Warrens. I just want to make sure I can get you out if I have to.
5: <laughs> well, there's if you if you uh, need to, there's some butter in my pack sack.
8: <laughs> That's fantastic. I've got flour. We can make a roux. <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Kashak is going to go through the ruins of the thirsty alpaca and, you know, lower himself down and uh, wait for
5: Tovin. And I do that.
1: <laughs> Riveting performance, gentlemen.
5: I, fa- I follow you. him into the, the Warrens and uh, because it's so dark, he's going to feel, oh, sorry, and cold. He's going to feel right at home. Great. Well, it gets warmer the closer you get to, like, the sleeping area. And
7: uh, he's going
1: to constantly peeing on the ground.
7: Uh, It's actually geothermal heat. That's
1: not fair for you to say that. (laughs) I'm offended. It's my world, not yours. It's pee. Yeah, okay.
7: (laughs) So we got uh, biothermal and geothermal. Fuck you, I'm God. They're (laughs) peeing. Okay. Oh, someone's Mm -hmm. always Mm -hmm. peeing. Your shift is next week, by the way. For the night pee. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, for... I don't even know what the fuck he's talking about, though. Like, I don't know what the fuck night would <laughs> be. Like, I would joke it, but I'm like, is it? Joe, are you telling me you can't like yes
2: and this? You yes and it like like water coming down the walls a couple of sessions ago. What the hell was that? What
1: is pee duty, Micah? <laughs> I don't know. You're really good at improv. Oh, man. Such a highbrow level of humor mm-hmm. tonight, I guys. I
2: know.
5: I think we may achieve the impossible and turn Christian off of 2E.
2: <laughs> no nonsense. Yeah, maybe... Yeah, he's thinking, like, maybe roll for intent wasn't such a good idea. <laughs> Why? He calls up stemming the tide.
4: <laughs>
2: Is that offer
1: still on the table?
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, it's nighttime. Everybody goes to sleep. Yep, we all crash. Cool. So in the morning comes. Gross. Nothing out of the ordinary. So... Yeah, it's uh, it's morning in Otari, where the uh, women are strong, the men are good-looking, and the children are above average. Hmm. The men in Wisconsin? Lake Wobegon.
2: So I imagine Solus wakes up to the smell of uh, bacon wafting in from the uh, Rowdy Rockfish's kitchen. I'm glad
1: you remember the name of it this time.
2: Yeah, I'm getting better. Nice. Finally, f- 50 episodes in.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Umbrella's already down there sizzling up some bacon. Frying some eggs. Yeah. Give me a full fry up. She's got some beans on the, on the stove. Yeah, some blood pudding. Good English breakfast. Yeah, the black pudding, black pudding, some uh,
5: some beans on the stove, hash and toast. Tomatoes. Tomatoes and mushrooms. Do you know how awful it's going to be anywhere near us as we're traveling after this fart filled meal <laughs> that we're about to consume? The
1: sausage makes a lovely dam between the eggs and the, the beans. So good. She did them low and slow so they're not runny.
5: This is Lord of the
2: Rings breakfast. This is what the hobbits would eat. Exactly what the hobbits would eat. This is foodie fan fiction
7: for
5: Pathfinder. (laughs) I'm so fucking hungry right now. But it's all rolled up in store-bought puff pastry. Because <laughs> only yeah.
7: a fool
4: a Time the pot.
5: That's to say, the look oh, of disgust.
4: <laughs> Store puff pastry. Yeah,
7: because I've got thirty hours to spend freezing shit and rolling it out again.
1: If it takes you thirty hours to make puff pastry, you're a failure. Well,
7: that's not the only thing that takes me thirty hours.
1: To get up out of the bed in the morning or to take a shit? Which one?
7: Uh, yes and yes. <laughs> I move in slow motion. You should do them both at the same time. Save
5: time. Oh, that's smart. I'll try that next time. <laughs> Carry right. out of
1: bed while I should. <laughs>
5: Rubber sheets are your friend.
1: So yeah, regular morning. Other than, you know, you gotta deal with the aftermath of this thing coming through and killing a bunch of guards and slicing off Corvus's hand arm thing.
4: You know, you know, we well, don't need to deal well, with
1: the that.
8: the
4: Grave night was out of the ordinary and spectacular in its own right, it still wasn't a... Uh, I don't know, a death laser coming from the gauntlet. Hmm. Yeah, very true.
5: And I'll be honest, this this sounds like a big old bolo, not our fault.
1: Yeah, we don't need to deal with this. We can just go (laughs) do our own shit. I mean, I don't think you could deal with it if you wanted to at this point.
4: I mean, to be fair, we tried uh, to deal with it, and, uh, uh,
3: you know, it didn't end well. The mayor can send anybody he wants to deal with it, except for Dilly Danvers. He's not
4: allowed to be sent. The minute that Dilly Danvers dies in some kind of horrific accident or Trevor writes it in because he's a sadistic piece of shit is the is the day we all walk out. Yeah, absolutely. Taking notes. Whenever I'm sick of this, I'll kill off Dilly Danvers. <laughs> yeah, it's the easiest way to get
1: off of here. You can't kill Dilly Danvers. Dilly Danvers is actually Aradin.
7: Exactly. He <laughs> no, no. can't do it. Yeah, you can try.
1: <laughs> Dilly Danvers confirmed as the Black Prince.
7: So what do we do, guys? So Kashak is gonna crawl out of his cubby and he's gonna stretch. Cause honestly, this place has pretty high ceilings, and he's gonna go over to where Tovin
5: is, right? <laughs> in a neighboring cubby, in a uh, fetal position. No, uh uh Tovin is, is sleeping like a contortionist, like uh Doug Jones, how's it Doug Jones?
7: Yeah, that guy's fantastic.
5: He yeah. is, he's great. So that's so, part uh, of Star yeah. Trek Discovery is Doug Jones. Hmm. So anyway, I, I'm sitting there <laughs> like a spindly Doug Jones, in a uh, like a contortionist, sleeping there with one of my elbows next to my right eye, and it's not the elbow that should be close to my right eye. One of my knees is close to my right shoulder, but it's behind it. And you hear some snap, crackles, and pops as he falls out of the cubby, and he's like,
8: Looks so cozy for a larger fellow.
5: That... Was the best night of sleep I've ever had.
8: It's you feel safe, don't you? Like
5: I did, surrounded I did. on
8: five sides by stone.
5: Yeah. There was there were no crickets or, or or other fauna to keep me up all night. I mean, it's a shame I couldn't see the caravan or the the night sky, but uh, you know, it doesn't really seem to be an issue here anyway because I can't really make anything out with that damnable glow from the gauntlet. <laughs>
4: I feel like this would be the moment whichever Trevor, like, just pipes up. He's like, and since you slept underground and couldn't see the stars, you lost your cleric powers for the day. Yeah.
5: No, I I know my powers. That
8: reminds me. <laughs> Tovin, oh, no. since you
4: slept underground and oh, couldn't no. see the stars.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
5: no, but uh, Tovin is going to get up and, and just, like, pop every joint in his body that should and or shouldn't. <laughs> but he feels
4: absolutely refreshed you get like one of those 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 like deep hip
5: pops mm-hmm. you know what i'm talking about yeah, yeah my, my mom does it with her sternum it's gross oh, i've seen people I had do like one of those do in the- my
1: knee so loud last night i thought that i'd like moved the
8: bone it was so loud probably just broke the other one right <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah so uh kashak when you know give me another night or so but i may have to, i may have to come back here again
8: well you're always welcome
5: but i mean and you said you could hear billiam from here
8: uh, not from here, no. God, oh, no. Okay. It's This is where my family sleeps. Uh, oh. If you go to uh, the second large room, the second great room, I can show you where it is, but you can hear the sounds of Genuine's Pony and just a rhythmic thumping pumping through the ceiling, and it never stops. It's like seven hours at a time. Nothing is rhythmic about it.
5: You know what? I could sleep there uh, tonight. Billium has no rhythm. I like that canonically. <laughs> But also, Kashak, you, you have a family? Wait, wait. Peter Pan's got kids?
8: Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this entire place is my family. It's, oh, uh, no, oh, no. It's, it's Okay, okay. I am fucking hungry, though. And I, you know, there are a lot of great things about kobold culture, including our food. I do not want to eat porridge this morning, because that's what it is for breakfast. That's let's fine go. by me.
5: Yeah, let's go. You can tell me. And as we walk away, he'll ask us, so are you all from the same clutch, or...? <laughs>
8: You know, it, it's well, I'm kind of adopted, frankly, but these people have taken me in this one of their own. They're fantastic.
5: Wait, are you even a kabold? I think so. Are you sure you're not one of those lizard folk? I'm awfully short. Yeah, but I mean, their height varies. You've got a breath thing, right? Yeah. Oh, Okay. You're definitely a kabold then. But uh, but I, <laughs> you know what? The scales, uh, they're a little gaudy for my taste, but I do believe that they are gorgeous
8: why thank you I mean it's you're born with what you're born with right if you got it, flaunt it
5: I I don't understand what that means (laughs) he has his pale skin and brown garb (laughs) dark hair
4: correct me if I'm wrong but don't the lizard men or like lizard folk playable races in second edition have like a crocodilian like the lizard folk yes yeah crocodile crocodile not the same
7: (laughs) yeah the uh, kobolds almost look like hellbenders Like they're, it's almost like
4: amphibian. Yep.
1: Like the kobolds are rad. The design for the kobolds in in Pathfinder 2 are amazing. I like it. I do too. So
7: start making our way out.
1: Fast as a shadow. (laughs) (laughs) Head your way up to the uh, rowdy rockfish. Yes. It's where everybody's. Well, and Billiam, how about you?
3: Yeah, Bill's actually going to be late. He's going to be the last one to the rowdy rockfish because. To keep up with Bill's cannon, he's going to be working out in the morning. He's going to wake up. He's going to go on a nice run and he's going to lift some hay bales and other random things and uh, do his workout because he's starting to feel uh,
2: bulking up getting small. for his. Yeah, exactly.
5: I was going to say, don't forget your pre-workout meal of rocks.
2: Wait, are you, are, you, are you implying this has been a little bit too easy for Billium? Like he hasn't gotten his proper workout out.
5: Yeah, no yeah. exactly.
3: Bill keeps getting fucked up, so he's like, maybe I should actually try. <laughs> maybe I
2: should maybe I should take care of myself. It's <laughs> you know? like Rock Lee dropping the weights off of his legs.
3: Maybe I should <laughs> maybe I should get a workout more than just having sex, you know? It's the only workout I ever have. Well, that and fighting for your life. So I should Every day. do a little more. Well, I haven't been fighting. <laughs> yeah, like the last week is the only time I've been fighting, so I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm out of shape. This is a bullshit. So uh, Bill's going to work out in the morning and uh, not shower, obviously. And then show up at the Rowdy Rockfish just reeking and hungry. Just reeking and hungry.
5: <laughs> nice. Every morning I run five kilometers. I do 100 hundred push-ups,
4: <laughs> uh, 100 sit-ups. <laughs> and 100 squats. <laughs> He's about to lose all his hair every day. For three years. All right, we're at the
2: rockfish. Thank you.
4: And then Joseph takes control of the situation with a mouthful of food and goes
2: gauntlet. Joseph, <laughs> uh, what was the second word?
4: Yeah, one more time. Thank you. Is it yeah or nay? I heard it. Are we going to the gauntlet?
8: Let's make this quick. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go fuck up that fish.
2: Yeah.
4: Well, maybe not. Maybe not the Drake. Was is there anywhere else? Okay. First of all, I have a personal vendetta against the Drake. So should you. Because you lost your magical sword in the I, muck.
2: I did, but I'm, I'm trying to be practical here. Maybe are we strong enough to destroy it?
3: mm I don't think so. No, not the drake? I think so. I think there's other bad guys before the drake to fight that we saw from a long time ago.
5: I think that we're ready now. I mean, I feel so much more vigorous since uh, our trip to Hattie's. And uh, I mean, I felt like we were really displaying our power against that Grave Knight when we had that encounter um, I felt nothing but more powerful I learned new spells
4: oh yeah I, uh, I'm i kind of worried about running into him again I'm kind of hoping he went farther down because I don't think we can handle him if he's just around Mm-mm.
8: yeah right well that son of a bitch a hot serving at death fucking fish try to be a dragon it's bullshit
3: <laughs> I just think if the drake's in the water then we're gonna be fucked again I
2: agree I agree Hmm. What if we made a second attempt against the uh, uh, fleshy undead blob thing that was in the uh, the Northern Annex? Oh, yes, the undead Beef yeah, Wellington. The beef yes. jerky guy.
3: Yeah. Yes, that's that, that one. We can keep exploring past him if, when, we beat
2: him, not if. Indeed. Yes, I agree. Yeah, sure.
5: That's a good idea. I'll go in there and I'll stick my thigh out for it as a trap. You guys wait and be ready to pounce. When it
8: bites on, I'll just chuck it with lightning. What could go wrong?
5: (laughs) I'm no tactician. I'm more of the healer type, but, uh... Billiam, I think, if anything, should be the one planning this. I can,
3: yeah, I can just run in there. I have so much help, guys. (laughs) It's battle intelligence. No, we know the surroundings. We know that there's a giant table in the middle of the room. I think if we can spread around around the table... It can only attack one of us at a time. We got some ranged attacks, and then we got people that can get up in there and flank it.
8: Son of a bitch. There's something I want to do, but I don't have time. Yeah, let's do that.
2: There there is something I want to do as well. Actually, uh, Kashuk, if if you wanted to perform that task, will I uh, do what I wanted to do? I'll
8: see if I can,
2: yes. I mean only just to look at the... uh, The crow's casks and see what of my belongings has survived the, uh, the flame.
7: Okay. On the way out, can I have told the kobolds about the incutuous thing and the shit that happened? And also, I want to swap out one of my spells and I don't have
1: time. I think it takes a day. Christian, can you confirm or deny?
6: Um, let's see. I believe I looked that up last time. It was only a few hours, but I will check again. I think it was like one hour per level of the spell. So it would only take two hours if it's a second level spell.
7: Okay, so can I have completed my mission with the uh, kobold?
6: That's to learn. Yeah, you want to learn the spell. Yes, I do. Yeah.
4: All right, so yeah, two hours. You would need two hours of your time. Yeah, you could do that while they're going to
1: investigate what's going on over at the crow's casks. Okay. Sure. So he's going to make his
7: way to uh, the, not the Dawnflower, but the bookstore and start studying and pay whatever money is necessary to... Learn enlarge instead of heat metal.
1: Okay, how many gold is that? Six? Was it six or was
6: it like 60? Yeah. No, it was six. You can buy the, the scroll easily from Odd Stories. It's a low-level scroll. Oh, well, the Buying the scroll is a little more, but not a ton. That was just the cost of learning it if they have it available for him.
1: Okay, so
6: he doesn't have to buy the scroll? No, if they can just, he can just pay to, if the spell is there for someone to look at, he can just pay.
7: Perfect. Yeah, I'll I'll actually, I've got a spell book now, so I don't have to forget heat metal. I can just not have it prepared now. Um,
6: Is that how that works? Yeah, because I didn't think you were swapping out. You're just adding your extra spell with your feet. You're adding enlarge. Exactly.
4: You're adding enlarge into the
1: spell book.
6: You don't have to swap it out. You just
4: have enlarge person.
7: Oh, God. Yeah, that's what I want to do.
1: She's, oh. Oh, yeah. But you can keep adding things to that spell book, and then every day you choose which one of those is part of your repertoire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, take you two hours. It's a roll. It's an Arcana roll, right? And it's a DC for that level two spell. What is that, a DC 18?
7: Yeah. Everybody, let's uh, cross our uh,
6: fingers. Let's see. Level two. Third, yes, 18.
4: Oh.
6: Ho, 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 ho. Nice. Yeah, I got it. Natural
1: 20. Good job.
4: <laughs> he learned another spell. So you
1: learn the spell. <laughs> Solus, you're gonna head over to Crow's casks and investigate. Yep. When you get there, you see Magaloy um cleaning. Um, but he looks like he's in high spirits. Um, and you actually see Corvus, who has cleared out a large area in the dining area, and he's like drawn some really strange symbols on the floor.
2: Okay, Okay. so just, like, walking in, it doesn't appear that, like, the the entire structure has collapsed. No, no, okay. no, no, no,
1: no. There was a fire inside, and they got it under okay. control. Okay, okay, okay. Yep. <clears throat> there was a bucket brigade. They got there quick. They were able to put out the fire. Um. And while there's damage and significant amounts of damage, it's not a total loss. Okay. It's mainly contained to Corvus's room. You have some smoke issues in your room. It's adjacent to Corvus's, but you should be able to salvage pretty much everything that's in there as long as it was not, like, up near the ceiling.
2: Okay, okay. <clears throat> Good morning, Magaloy. Good morning, Corvus. I, I'm i relieved to see that not everything has been destroyed. Uh, do, you, do you believe that the damages are extensive otherwise? Magaloy looks like, well,
1: could have been a lot worse than it was. That's for sure. Could have been a lot worse. I'm just glad that nobody got... Well, I can't say nobody got hurt, but nobody got injured in the fire.
2: And Corvus, I hope that you were not uh, affected in any untoward way. I hope that you had not lost your things. I want you to roll me a perception. All right. That is a 13 for a 21.
1: You hear Corvus muttering to himself, and he's been drawing the sigil on the floor, and you see there's something strange laying in the middle of it. You can't quite make out what the thing in the middle of it is, but he steps back and... uh, he looks at a book that's on the table and uh, looks like he's following something with his right hand, his good hand, the one that's, you know, still there. Is he going to full metal alchemist this shit? <laughs> following some reading and uh, he starts chanting something about 15, 20 seconds. And there's a flash of light from the book and the, the flash of light comes off of the book, almost like it walks it skitters off the book jumps down on the ground into the circle and onto the thing that you couldn't quite make out. And he's completely not paying attention to anybody else. It's like he's tunnel vision in his own world in a trance just doing this. And Magaloy looks over like, he's been at that since, since he snapped out of a state last night. I got no idea what he did. I don't think he slept at all. And you see the thing on the ground in the center of the circle begin to move. Still can't make out what it is.
2: Magaloy, was this before or
1: after the fire? After uh, Vandy ran off to, to help you. Okay. Like a man possessed. Hmm.
2: And can I take a look closer look at this like little being that was created sure. from the? Sure. Uh... Walk on over. Okay. Uh, what does it look like? It's his hand.
1: Hmm. His severed hand <laughs> is <laughs> laying on the ground, and it's beginning to move on its own.
2: Oh, is this it's like a, it's a floor master.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. And uh, just as you get close to him, it's like he finally realized there's somebody watching. He's like, oh, yes. Uh, soulless.
8: do not be alarmed. Uh, I figured I've had this hand with me my whole life. I might as well keep it with me.
1: <laughs> and the hand stands up looking like.
4: Please tell me it's like the thumb people from Spy Kids. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Spy Kids. <laughs> good, good.
1: <laughs> uh, it looks like Thing from Adam's family, and it just begins to run towards you and oh, Kordok.
4: Oh, I don't like that. Uh-huh. That's worse it's like, than Munch Munch. Do, 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 yep, yep, exactly like that. On, all on two fingers or like on, no, all, like five on the of whole, them. all five No, like on the whole all five
1: fingers, almost like a spider, just yeah, severed Master. stump floor master it's like evil Dead. it runs up his leg and then gets on his shoulder oh my god he has a new familiar i hero point it's a familiar oh that's disgusting (laughs) this is from the book of the dead it's a crawling hand familiar
4: (laughs) Hmm. Uh, that's so cool
2: corvus would you would you mind explaining what did what is what is that
1: I mean, how do you think you would feel if suddenly you only had one arm? You'd want to help it in any way possible.
2: I had, I had not considered this, however.
1: I brought it back. It's my own arm. May as well do with it what I will.
4: What's he going to do with it? The stranger. They call it the stranger. Spreeze <laughs> <laughs> a whole new meaning to the phantom limb sensation. <laughs> I'll be in my bunk. <laughs>
2: I I is this? It, you feel a tingling at the back of your neck. Seeing this, thing. yeah. Is this technically undead? Or? This is undead.
5: uh Oh, this is Judge Dread moment. Shoulda get off the pot, Micah. Corvus, I I'm not
2: I'm not sure what 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 to say about that. Are Are you sure that this this is a, a righteous course of action? It's my
8: own flesh,
2: boy. If anything,
1: I've got justification to do it. It's taken from me, and I took it back. It's not like I brought back a whole creature. It's not like I ripped something from the boneyard. My hand is only a constituent part of me. It was never truly alive to begin with. Yes, you may see it as an abomination or some perverse mockery of life, but
2: Andy's my friend. Andy Banderdash?
4: (laughs) (sighs) I can't believe you didn't call him Lefty. (laughs) Now, judge me if you will. But
1: remember, it's not to be used for evil. He's like my therapy monkey.
6: <laughs> okay, he gets off the shelves for me.
1: Yeah, he's my helper monkey. I could qualify for one, but I don't like the way they fling poo, so I figured I'd do this. I'm also taller than four foot ten. <laughs> Handy doesn't require any monkey kibble. And, you know, he won't die because he's already dead, so I figured... Why get a monkey when I could just resurrect my hand?
2: Well, all right. I, well, I, I, I will not. I cannot judge you at this moment. I, I came here to assess the damages that were done to my books. I, I that, that is all that I will do today. And with that, Solus wants to uh, walk up the stairs and uh, head to his room.
1: We're gonna put the pen in the undead phalanges. There,
2: another side quest
1: unlocked. Are <laughs> right, you head on up to your room? And there's some smoke around the. Uh... Ceiling, right? Like some smoke damage and whatnot. Um, is anything you have stored up near the ceiling within the first, you know, one or two feet away from the ceiling? Uh, probably not. No, no. Your books will be fine. Okay. All your stuff is fine. All right. Even your centerfold of
5: Iomidae, completely intact. <laughs> a pin up. Yep. <laughs> it's supposed to She's airbrushed on the side of a cart. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>
2: so, so this is going to, uh, grab his books and take special attention to a, one of them called First Principles of Righteousness by Rotterheim.
1: Now oh, this thing again, Jesus.
2: Yeah. Alright. And uh, just just make sure it's in good
4: quality condition. I just can't stop imagining a pinup Iomidae painting the side of like a war wagon with just like the inheritor and in loopy words. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's in perfect shape. Alright. Good. Good. It may smell a little like a barbecue, but other than that, all right,
2: it's good. And then Solace is going to take it with him, take his books with him, leave the rest of his stuff. But he wants to take this to uh, the the Browdy Rockfish. Okay, that's the other one, just to make sure it's safe.
1: And uh, yeah, everything's fine with your things. Luckily, uh, okay. the Bucket Brigade did what they needed to do. And Magaloy comes out, is like, "Is everything all right up there?"
2: Uh, yes, it seems to be. All all, all of my most precious possessions are are in actually perfect order. I'm. I am truly am indebted to the Fire Brigade of, of uh, Otari. That it really is quite remarkable. They are. They are a remarkable bunch, are they now? They are. And is uh, Corvus anywhere near us at the moment? Um,
1: He's playing with his hand over there. He's playing with himself. All right. In the corner. <laughs> diddling his digits.
2: Megaloi. And uh, this is Solus whispering. Preening his palm. Megaloy, it has not escaped my attention that the the fire seems to have concentrated itself around Corvus's uh, room. Has that? Do you, would you know anything about that? Yeah. In the struggle,
1: when the thing came for Corvus and knocked over a, a candle in his room, nothing any more serious than that. The thing came out, I'm ashamed to say, I cowered a bit behind the bar. What am I supposed to do with to something, something like that?
2: No, 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 no. I, I did not wish to imply... Corvus came
1: down a few seconds later after it left stumbling in shock, blood draining from his arm, mumbling something about a fire and emptiness. I smelled the smoke and uh, one of the other patients here ran and got the fire brigade. Uh, uh I don't think I don't think he did anything other than what any anyone else would have done when surprised in that that situation.
2: I understand. I understand. Thank
1: you. If, uh, if all the stars line a ride, Desna will Your room will be ready again in a week and a half or so. Thank you. I appreciate that. Of course, my friend. And uh, he bids you farewell and off you go. We already rolled for Kashak's spell writing. So anybody else got anything else to do before you guys head up to the gauntlet and deal with the uh, summer sausage?
3: Nope. Bill is ready to fuck this shit up. I
7: don't think I do. We can never come back. Every time we come back to Otari and then go anywhere but the gauntlet,
4: people die. Yeah, some shit happens.
7: Yeah, I hope that werewolf is just a hoax and those werewolf hunters are just raking it in. They're just making money being like, oh, we're, we're keeping them at bay, folks. They work in tandem with dragon hunters.
4: We're doing it. Yeah,
7: like uh, <laughs> that, the, like the snake episode of King of the Hill.
6: One of them's a beastkin skin and just turns into like this wolf hybrid to scare people. And they come in and milk the town for money and move out right.
7: <laughs> And then they all charge in. They're like, ah, and then they ch- chase them into the woods. <laughs>
6: <laughs> all right. So I guess
3: before we get to the gauntlet, I'm just going to go. Tovin kept asking me to pick up a stupid shield. I don't fucking understand why I don't use these pieces of shit. I'm not a fucking person.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Billy. What, what was that? you're not with
3: me you didn't hear that yeah I'll just go pick up a shield and I'll just fucking put it on my back like the turtle hermit like Master Roshi sick reference nice and I'll add one shield to my equipment does it matter what kind of shield it is
5: nope just can be a shield as long as I don't see anything about size or anything about shield other than the fact that it's just a shield
6: well heck pick up a buckler
5: yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that technically it would
1: work. <laughs> Steel shield is what you want. That's the base
6: shield. Two gold. Why does he have to pay if he's stealing the shield?
1: I
7: took three gold from party lead. I hope that's okay. Also, can I please have just just report it back to the cobalt people that about the inculturists? Uh, uh, yeah, and what's go ahead. The, do you want to do you want to
1: RP it out? I
3: don't care. No, it's fucking get there. I'm fucking ready. Bill's got a boner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he left a note. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought we hand-waved that, that you told them. But yeah, you told them. You told them what's up. You told them that there was a cave-in. Not sure exactly what happened. There was an cutelis. And the uh, they're going to investigate. Pressure bomb. They're going to investigate. Cool. But they did say, I think they said, that it was caved in. That's why they couldn't make their
5: way out there anyway.
1: Right. Yeah. And it was caved in on our side, too. Well, logically, when there's a wall, it's a wall on both sides.
5: Maybe they could sp- uh, spare some as a team to go out there and clear it out since we took care of all the little nibbly pebbles that were there. The yeah. swarms of nibbly pebbles. Oh, that's right. I still have one of those in a jar. Which, by the way, is my stage name, Nibbly Pebbles. That's nice. <laughs> mm, nipply Pebbles. Nibbly Pebbles. Okay, so yeah, I'll, I'll let you do it. If you want to RP that, we totally can. I'm fine
1: with
4: that. I'm going to leave my jar with Dwayne at home. Hmm. Dwayne? Dwayne. <sighs> the Rock. Got it. Yeah. It took you a second. All right. So, um, you're going to head
1: to the gauntlet. We go into the, um, alchemist, or not alchemist, the, the other building. If I don't RP this, are you going to kill more kobolds? No, I'm not going to kill any more kobolds if
7: you <laughs> don't RP this. Just leave me a this.
5: note next to the, next, uh, t- tied around the pressure bomb with a torch lit nearby so they can read the note. I'm keeping the pressure bomb. Oh. You want to buy a sundial? <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Gentlemen, you make your way back to gauntlet head across the open area around the keep, make your way across the bridge into the room that you first saw. Crap, what was that little brownie's name, guys? Twinkle... Twinkle... Twinkle Top. Twinkle tangle Top. Twinkle Top. Twinkle top, 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 Man, that's been like 20-something, 30-something episodes ago. Jesus. Also,
3: anytime Bill arrives at the gauntlet, he just pulls his weapon out from here on out because fuck this place.
1: So you guys make your way downstairs and I have you guys assembled outside the room where the beef jerky was before. This has been several days. You may be able to assume that it has healed up in this point. So steal yourselves, gentlemen.
2: Mage armor. Is that the door to the north? South. South. Okay. Uh, yeah, then uh, Solus is going to draw his sword, and he would like to be in the uh, in the vanguard, at the front of the group. Wait, Solus.
8: Yeah. I got a thing now. How would you feel about being bigger? <laughs> uh, th- there's, uh, I'm,
5: Take this little blue pearl
8: uh,
2: I'm sorry, I'm, al- I'm already f- fairly tall I don't know how much more room there would be to fit me in this
8: Let's say that I could make you mechanically large
2: I, again, I uh, I would be careful with that I don't know how <laughs> The ceilings are tall
4: uh, enough, shut the fuck up
2: Okay, alright
1: Alright, yeah, the ceilings are definitely tall enough it Makes you clumsy, but it gives okay. you reach
2: reach well actually maybe then that would be better for a uh, billium because i can tank with my shield i can do it twice okay and i'm like three feet tall i'm like got my hands up or actually like uh, i don't know if we're gonna need it for this fight like hold, hold off maybe we we won't need it at all
1: you guys have leveled up twice since you ran into this
8: thing last yeah so I'm still going to use Sutton Bolt and try to fucking fry this thing. Give it to me, Cashack. I'll fucking be huge. You got it, bro. And
7: I'm going to be <laughs> so outside of combat. That's going to be so excited. Yeah. <laughs> it lasts five minutes.
2: So does Billium. I was going to say that's four minutes longer than Billium. <laughs> I was going to say
3: that's way more than.
7: You know what? Good job. So I'm going to cast enlarge on Billiam. Really?
1: Like before you go through the medium sized door?
7: Yeah, he can shoot me through. He he already did the stretch thing. I made him do it.
1: Well, he's still going to have <laughs> to squeeze to make his way through the door.
7: All right, then no. Don't do it. Don't do it. Wait until we get in there.
6: <laughs> you know, all, that, all that's involved with squeezing is simply saying you're doing it, and the square you're moving through is up, difficult terrain.
7: <laughs> Don't tell rules daddy to shut up, tech daddy. Daddy and daddy are fighting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're expected to know some of the rules, Christian.
7: Don't make me learn any of the oh, fucking Oh, I, I gave up <laughs> on that like on
1: episode
4: six.
7: Alright, well in any case, so I'm
2: gonna move uh to the front of the party in front of the southern door. There's currently a um a table up against the door. Right. Alright, I want I'm going to move this table out of the way. Are you all ready? I cast guidance on him. Okay. And I do have my sword drawn. Alright. Okay. Okay. So you pop open the door? Yeah.
1: Alright. You do not see the thing currently. You do see what looks like a log on the floor.
5: Oh, Billium. Billium, couldn't you have gone before we left? <laughs> when I was saving all you guys, I just shit my pants.
2: <laughs> yeah, good man, Billium. so Solus is going to look back towards Billium. Follow me as I go in. Stay right behind me. I'm going to go ahead and give you guys the flavor text for this room
1: again, just to remind you. There's a large metal table with leather straps and iron bands in the middle of the room. Um, And there's a strange contraption that looks like it's part spyglass and part drill at the head of the table. And there's a sparkling black gemstone glittering in the metal framework built into the side of the machine.
2: I want that rock. All right. uh, Solus is going to take a step into the room. All right. Okay. What can you see? You see the table and
1: you see the log on the far side over here, far south side of the room.
2: It's a it's a log. Was that there before?
1: That is what the thing looked like before it attacked Tove in the first right. time.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um, Yosef, do you be, do you
4: think you maybe you could sneak around the other way and to get behind it? Well, definitely. I I can't see its token though. Is it because I'm not in your spot? It's in vi- it's 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 inert. It's oh you can't see in the room. No, I mean like I can see into the room. I'm, I'm standing in his space right now. Like, uh, Micas, I mean. Oh, I'll visibility
1: oh. up because you know what this thing is. So it's not like it's hiding. You know what the thing is. Okay.
4: Yeah, I would like to, Tem, to, uh, sneak behind it, unawares. alright ski right. Skee-bibbidi-bop. Are you going to roll that or do you want me to roll it? You're going to sneak there?
1: Yeah. Okay. Doesn't matter if you sneak or not. As you get close to it, it seems to spring forth to life. And I need everyone... To roll for initiative if as as the crust <sighs> the bark on this outside of this thing just kind of sloughs away and it begins to
8: undulate and move its way towards Yosef it sheds his handmade puff pastry nice
7: that's a 20 for a 27. Jesus v- that's a 20
2: that's a 20 for a 28. Damn. oh my god I got a five for a 12
1: two 20s it's nice how you guys wasted your um 20s at the beginning Five for a twelve for, yes. uh, Billiam. I, I should roll.
4: Okay, I got a two for a twelve. Nice. Who's gonna go first? You are Billiam. Uh, me because I'm next to the the log. All right, and Tovin. Seven for a seventeen. All right, gentlemen.
1: You guys crushed it on initiative. Solus, you are up first with your sword already drawn.
2: All right. Uh, so Solus has drawn Lucy already. He's going to then draw Ricky, the shield. Action one. Yep. Action two, he's going to run, uh, behind the, uh, the bacon-looking fucked-up thing. Oh, Uh, yeah. And so he's flanking with, uh, Yosef. And for action number three, he's going to take a strike with Lucy. You've got guidance, right? I do have guidance, yes. Apsu's got your back. Fuck him up, bro. So that is a plus one plus flanking. I think add a plus... T- oh my God, that's going to be a crit. That's oh. a 29- 29 plus two, Whoa. so 31. 18.
1: Oh my God. Well, you don't get a bonus for flanking. It drops my AC. That's how that works.
2: Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, whatever. So 29. Yeah, that's a crit. Okay. Rolling Ooh. for crit. That is 28 points of damage.
1: Shit. Dang, son. So,
2: yeah, I tear into this motherfucker with one draw. That...
1: That was gnarly. This thing is definitely realizing that you're different to last
2: time. My powers of doubles is the last time we met Bloodworm.
1: (laughs) Double the pride, double the fall. All right, Kashak, you're up at the back of the pack. I cannot see him yet, right? I mean, you tell me.
4: Can you see?
7: I mean, I can see half of its square. Does that mean I can
4: see it? Technically, yes. Yes, you can. If you can draw two diagonal from the four corners of your square, if you can draw at least two of them to two other quarters of the square that you are looking at, that is technically enough vision for you to cast a spell. Yeah,
1: but I don't know that he can go from two to two because he's obstructed by the wall.
6: I can. Christian, weigh in. What do we pay you for? Damn it! Speak up. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was gonna say I don't think that first check is ever cleared. <laughs> I would argue it might have total cover just because there's way too much in the in the way here. This unless this table is on high legs that Cashup can just kind of crouch down and see it, then I would say it has standard cover. Is
1: it at like waist level?
6: So yeah, it's kind of up to Trevor what he wants the bottom of this table to look like. <laughs> I think
1: you could see through the table. It's a, it's a relatively high table.
6: And you're a relatively Fuck small yeah. person. Yep. Yeah, so I would say probably just standard cover. I've been
7: waiting to use this, and I hope that fucker gets a penalty on uh, deck saves. I'm going to cast Sudden Bolt.
6: It is a worm, so... Sorry, I was a little distracted just so... Because I think this has come up before, Micah. Your Shining Oath damage always seems to be on. It only applies to your Retributive Strike. I... oh. For Undead. Okay. Oh. It'd be eight less damage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That works for me. Yeah, I was looking it up. I was like, God, he deals so much damage, like more than the Barbarian. <laughs> Sudden Bolt. How much damage does Sudden Bolt do as a second level? Four. D12.
1: Whoa. Seriously? Yes. Holy shit. All I'd
7: right. like to take this opportunity to offer just a really heartfelt... <laughs> Thank you. And just a big virtual smoocheroo
1: to Rules Daddy for recommending that spell. That's a gnarly spell, man. Oh, that's a 13 as my save. That is under 20. Yep, that's a fail. So I take 4d12. Wow.
5: Oh my Joseph, God. Your hand crossbow does that, right? Bizat. Oh, oh, wow. That
7: wasn't Jesus. even a good roll. No, it wasn't. What is that? That is a. I didn't see everything, but it was forty twelve plus two in total because I've got the dangerous sorcery four a uh, twenty seven.
5: Wow! Damn. A four eight, a nine and a four. the Jake. Damn, you are so much better than Soulless.
6: <laughs> hey, that's what i like to see is a happy spellcaster look at the smile on joe's face he's like i did something
7: <laughs> i know i finally did a thing oh my god, god. i'm also going to uh, i have not moved yet so i'm going to cast guidance on um i'm gonna cast on billiam i
5: already did on solace tovin you're up all right tovin is going to do something very simple uh, and now I don't know if I want to waste it. I'm going to. I'm going to cast Magic Weapon on Billiam because he's right in front of me. It's a touch range spell. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So, Billiam, can you give yourself another base die damage when you uh, smack this thing into next week? Yes, I can. And then I'm going to turn around and and uh, cast Guidance on <laughs> Kashak, of all people. Nice on me because i want you to attack him with a spell that's not my forte but i can bolster your action (laughs) and that's the end of my turn
1: i'm honored thank you all right so we're up to the sentient piece of beef jerky it is still mindlessly focused on the thing that initially triggered it to wake so it rears back and attempts to bite onto Yosef and attach its mandibles to his little rat body. I don't like it. And that's a 26 to hit. That hits. All right, let's do a little damage as the sucking, biting mouth parts does 10 points of piercing damage.
2: Oh. So, and now Solus is going to use Retributive Strike. Oh, hell yeah. Oh,
1: Shining Oath will be in effect.
5: Oh, is mm-hmm. it undead? Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Yep.
5: Hell yeah! All right. You don't remember me attacking it with heal spells through or trying That's to true. through a door. That
2: is a four, four, fourteen. Oof! Damn, that hurts. Damn, that hurts.
6: That's a mess, buddy.
2: Yeah. Okay, but you still reduce the Wait, damage. Okay, you how's took. that? Only a
6: fourteen. You only have a plus ten while flanking, or your total is plus ten. Yeah.
8: Yeah.
1: Okay. Seems not right. He rolled very poorly. Okay. Yeah.
4: Well he doesn't have his magic weapon. Yeah, mine's only a plus eleven to him. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of.
6: Okay. It's at the bottom of the lake.
2: Yeah. You reduce the uh the damage you took by six. Six? Oh um, baby. Wait, uh is, is... two plus my level? Mm-hmm. That yeah, would so, be six. So yeah, yeah.
1: Theoretical physics here, folks. Yeah.
2: All right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <God damn. laughs> <laughs> reduce your damage by six I did and uh, he's going to take the an action to grab you with his mandibles and he's going to begin to suck your blood away eight eight points of damage you are now drained one and I get some temp or I get some hit points back and you are grabbed could you not use that voice anymore I'll get some hit points back and you grabbed. all right. And you are grabbed. I'm marking you off as grab Great. And that is the end of my turn. Yosef, what do you do? Grabbed with this thing, slurping your vital juices straight out your leg.
4: Well, can't say I like that one bit.
7: I'm going to save that audio clip.
4: I'm going <laughs> to attack it because I don't have any minuses to attacking it. And I know that this thing is undead, and I'm flanking it, so I'm going to do some big damage. All right, do we have a minus to attack when he's grabbed? Nope, I do not. Nice. All right, go for it. I got a six for a 17. Meat to beat. Woohoo! Nice! Nice. Yeah! That flanking. Hell yeah, buddy! I grab a D8 and a D6 that I got to roll twice. So let's see, 12 points of damage on the first attack. Nice. Mm. Not bad, not bad. Not bad, not bad. Uh, I'm going to just uh, hang it, bang and attack again at a minus five. Uh, another six. So that's a 12 to hit. That's a miss. Uh, and I'm just going to swing for the fences. I might get a 20. I didn't. I got an 11. Nope. That's not going to do it. Uh, I missed. So that's the end of my turn.
1: Excellent. All right. Billiam, you're up. You are in the unenviable position of not being in a good place to be able to hit this thing because it's flanked on two sides.
3: Well, the last time this happened, I was able to jump on this table with an acrobatics check, and I don't know if that's still possible. Do it.
1: Okay. Easy DC for your level, so that's going to be a 14, I think. 14?
3: Yeah, my acrobatics. Do you even have to roll? Is...
1: <laughs> it should be
3: athletics. Oh, athletics? Oh, yes. But I just need to roll a two, guys. Nice. Watch him roll a one. I know, right? You shut the fuck up. You shut your goddamn <laughs> mouth.
5: <laughs> okay, hold on. Hey, man, I cast a good spell on you. You're in. I'm in your corner.
1: 16. 16 for uh, right, 28. So you hop on up on the table, and you got one more action to swing for the fences here, buddy.
3: Yep. And I uh, I already have Halandra out, and I have Guidance. Oh, F-C's boy. has got you back. I'm picturing Babe Ruth right now. Yeah, so I'm thinking he's grabbing onto Yosef, And I get up there and I'm like, let go of my friend. Mm." And I just come down. This smells like a crit. Another 16 for a (sighs) 20.
1: It's plus 11, so 27. That's a hit. That's a crit. No, it's not. It would be a crit if he was flanking, but he is not. But you still
5: get double uh, double base damage.
3: So I rolled a 17 plus the extra D10 of damage, so plus nine, 26 points of damage. (laughs) Fuck.
1: Damn. I'm glad I called that guy. Right? That's a big one. 26 points. This thing is not doing well. I'm surprised At... it's still alive. Oh, yeah. It, well, it, it was able to heal itself when it latched onto you. Solas, can you deal the decisive blow to this abomination
2: in the vaults? Uh, Striking with Lucy for roll number one. That is a 12 for a 22. Describe your kill hey so uh solace is grabbing onto yosef he grips onto it tries to pull it taut and uh severs it like about three quarters up the neck uh like you know relative towards gripping onto yosef cutting through it so the necktie uh, it pretty much
1: yeah William, solace yosef i need all of you to give me a reflex save God damn it. As you sever this thing and its split skin expels out and bursts with a blast of
8: negative energy. So give me that reflex, boys. Oh man, I was hoping we could like keep it and throw it into the lake with that Drake thing. Fifteen for a (laughs) twenty one. I rolled an 11 for a
1: 23. Oof, 19 for a 26. You all are going to take a touch of damage. Not as much because you uh, passed your save. You're going to take three points of negative energy damage. As this thing bursts away in a cloud of evil necromantic power. And this thing that has dogged Tovin's nightmares for several days... Since it took a bite out of his leg, has now been slain, and we will see you next week.
4: Oh, oh man. I want to give me the opportunity <laughs> to like, look at Tobin and be like, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, oh,
3: we got it. We got no, I was okay taking three points of damage because then my total health would have been 69.
5: Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that we won. We won Pathfinder now. That's, that's the condition. Sarah just came in and she looked and
1: she heard me say nice and she saw everybody mouth like nice she's like somebody said 69. The
0: <laughs> for intent uses trademarks and her copyrights owned by Paizo Inc used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Roll for Intent is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Original characters and storylines are the property of Roman Neville Productions. Music for this podcast was provided by Michael Gilfie, Flip Melvin, and Tabletop Audio. Visit our website at rollforintent.com. Any questions or suggestions? Questions. Email us at mailroom at Thank you for listening.